Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings and once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. And welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And today on the podcast, I have a very special guest that I'm so excited um, for her to be here. And we are going to be talking all about fitness freedom, which is such an amazing concept that I hope that you start to understand by the end of this episode and maybe even want to adopt or shift into that perspective. Um, So today's guest is Kristen. She is a sports nutritionist, certified personal trainer, and founder of Create My Weight, a health and weight loss program featuring travel-friendly nutrition, fitness for all levels, and one-on-one accountability for busy professionals. Kristen helps clients all over the country and has recently been featured on Great Day Washington and Good Morning DC for her fitness tips and strategies for staying on track during the holiday season. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Yay. Thank you for having me, Kisa. Super excited to be here with you. Yay. Um, And for those of you who do not know, I work for Kristen in her Create My Weight program, call it CMW, and I am the mindset coach there. So that's how we know each other. Um, But we're both former educators, which I think is such an amazing thing. Um, We have that education background, and I think that drives our coaching in a special way. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's definitely like where we connect and we have similar, you know, teaching and coaching styles and yeah. So it's been a really good partnership for a while. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, tell us about you, a little bit about you and your journey and how you got to where you are now. Yeah. Well, you know, I know we're going to talk a lot about fitness today, which is a Mm -hmm. big passion of mine. Um, But I think all of this started back when I was a teenager, actually. Um, And I just wasn't happy with my body. I naturally have more of like a muscular build. And I wanted to have like long skinny legs, like all my friends. And so I started at a very young age, counting my calories, um, and like over exercising. I, I mean, I was very involved in sports, you know, I danced when I was little and then I got into soccer, um, softball, I ran track and field. So I was very active. Um, but I had this really bad relationship with food and exercise. I tended to try to control food because I was definitely an emotional eater. Um, my, I remember I wasn't allowed to eat certain foods. So it made me want them more. Like I really wanted to eat cookie dough and like frosting and like totally had a sweet tooth and I just wasn't allowed. So it made me like crave those foods more. And then when I did eat overeat foods, I felt guilty. So I over-exercised, you know, I would like put myself through extra workouts on top of my um, sports. And, and then that actually filtered into my college and then even a little bit post-college. Um, so fitness was kind of, um, I was trying to out train a, a poor diet. Um, and you can't do that. Right. As we know. So, mm-hmm. so since I had this relationship with food, the first thing I had to do was heal that relationship with food, which you said do so beautifully with clients is help them do that. And that's what we do in CMW. Um, so once I did that years ago, you know, I knew I also had to change my thinking with exercise 
Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today as well. Um, how I changed my thinking about exercise. And that's also, you know, how I created or how I built create my weight. Cause I wanted people to have the same results. Um, cause I know I was not the only one, um, I was working in gyms, um, in addition to teaching full-time, um, I was doing some nutrition coaching on the side. Um, but then ultimately I decided to leave, um, education in 2017, um, to be in nutrition and fitness full-time. Um, and that's when I started create my weights. Um, and at this point we've helped hundreds and hundreds of men and women across the country, not only change their relationship with food, but also change how they think about exercise. And we've been influencing this whole concept of fitness freedom, which I'm really, really as passionate about it as you are, Kisa. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk about that. Yeah, I love, I love this idea of fitness freedom. And I think you're the first person who kind of coined that term or who I've heard coined that term. Um, but it makes so much sense because we talk about food freedom. So why don't we have fitness freedom? Yeah. Um, but it, it sounds like Kristen, like I, I can totally relate to this and I bet many of the listeners can relate to this, but it sounds like you were stuck in kind of like this cycle of um, whether it was somebody else not allowing you foods or you not allowing you foods. And then so you had this restriction going on and then you overate and then you felt guilty for the overeating and then you overexercised. Yeah. And then it kind of that cycle just kind of continues and continues and continues. Yeah. So I think a lot of listeners can relate to that. And I know that like on on the podcast, I talk a lot about mindset shifts around our relationship to food, but I don't talk so much about our relationship to exercise. I might have like two episodes on that or something. So that's why I want Kristen here is because she is an expert in this field and I'm really excited for her to get into this. So I know that we could talk about so much regarding emotional eating, all or nothing, mindset, perfectionism, cravings, consistency, like all the things. But I want to talk to you specifically about fitness freedom. What is the approach to exercise you typically see from clients when coming to work with you? And how is it not supporting them in the long run? Yeah. So you typically exercise, and when we get clients in CMW, everyone has a different um, relationship with exercise, a different mindset with exercise, and a different fitness routine. You know, um, some people come to us and they're already working out five, six days a week. Um, and some of us, some people come to us with no exercise, right? Um, so we work with all walks of life. Um, but what I typically find in terms of, you know, what approach they are currently having, it really depends on how they view exercise, right? So typically people view exercise within a few ways. Like the first one I see, especially for people on the weight loss journey, is that they see exercise as a means to an end, right? They're using exercise for weight loss. It's really their only motivation to exercise because they know if they move more, they're going to lose weight, or if they lift weights, they're going to, you know, have more muscle mass on their body. So it's for like aesthetic purposes. Um, and, and again, this is just one reason people exercise, not all the reasons. Um, Another relationship with exercise I see a lot is that people, they dread it. They dread exercise in general because they think it's too hard. They're afraid of getting injured. You know, maybe they've had an injury in the past and it inhibits them from working out again. 
um, or it just takes too much time in their day. You know, they're overwhelmed. Maybe their time management is not super great, or they have a really demanding job. Um, I was talking to one of our clients yesterday that works 16 hours a day. She's an accountant and tax season's coming up. And she's like, oh my gosh, like I don't have time to exercise during tax season. So, you know, it, it, again, it's just their perspective. Like they're dreading it because it prevents them from doing other things in their life. Um, or it's just, you know, a, a, a liability or a risk to them. Um, a lot of times I also see this from like my five, six, seven days a week exercise people, the complete opposite of what I was just talking about is it's kind of like go hard or go home. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work out so hard. I'm going to, you know, maybe do two workouts a day and get all these steps. And, you know, I'm going to lift really heavy and they, they're really intense. And then they're off the wagon for a couple of months, right? They're all or nothing. And we're not talking about all or nothing today, but when it comes to fitness, I see this a lot. Um, I also see, you know, people don't understand the right types of workouts for their goals. You know, like if someone is a runner and I used to coach track and field, I was a competitive runner myself. Um, and someone says, well, I want to build a lot of lean muscle mass and I want to like grow my glutes, but they're running five, six days a week. Those are those workouts with the goals are not congruent, right? So um, that's sometimes an approach I see. They have the wrong approach to their goals when it comes to fitness um, or something else too. Like they're doing workouts they don't like just to get results. Like they're going to CrossFit or they're doing classes that they really don't like because they think because their friends recommend them or they see other people doing them. They're trendy, whatever it is. Um and, but they don't like them or they're doing workouts they like, but they're not getting the results they're looking for. Okay. So that's another approach I see. Um, but ultimately the issue I see when people come to me, um, if you know, is that they're not moving enough to get the results they're looking for. Um, so again, it really depends on the person. I see all different types of approaches and for the listeners on here, I hope maybe you fall into one of those areas. <laughs> um, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, but it's not supporting them in the long run, um, because they don't have the clarity, they don't have clarity mm -hmm. and they don't have consistency. Right. So like I said, maybe they'll work out for three or four months and then they travel for two weeks, don't work out, come home. And they're like, Oh, I messed up so badly. I'm not going to work out for another three months or they have busy seasons. Like we've had, um, professors in our program and they, you know, when they're in the middle of a semester, they might not work out for a month or two because they're so busy, but then they'll work out when school's out. Um, I see this a lot with teachers, um, their seasons for everything, um, or the holiday season approaching and they, you know, people get busy, they're traveling, there's more work, they're preparing for the holidays, exercise goes out the window. Um, so again, you know, having clarity and consistency is the absolute key to being successful in the long run. Awesome. Yeah. And I know that I, a while ago, not now, but a while ago, I fell into the category of either like the go hard or go home or just doing things that I didn't like to get the results. Mm -hmm. Right. I was, I, I, I think of running for <laughs> like why I decided to start running is beyond me. I had no desire. I never did track and track and field. I'm just like, I'm going to run three miles so I can lose weight. Right. That was just like what I knew. I didn't yeah. enjoy it. And I think about like all the times I forced myself to run when it wasn't really something I enjoyed versus later on in life when I like I paddled canoes for a while. And I loved that. It was so much fun. And it's such a great workout. And like there's so many benefits to it besides just building muscle and whatever. 
Um, yeah. So, um, and then I wanted to point out that that clarity and consistency, so key, like that is so important. Like that clarity of like, what do I want to do? What are my goals? And what is the best way for me to incorporate both of those and like have those two worlds meet? Um, and that consistency, like so many, I mean, yeah, I know Kristen, like so many times clients will be like, I didn't make it to the gym. I missed one day and then they don't go for the rest of the week because they're like, ah, I screwed up. Right. And so it's like, how do we help develop that consistency with, with working out? Yeah, totally. And like, we call it the two C's, right? Clarity mm -hmm. and consistency. And like, like, especially like if someone misses a Monday workout, they're like, well, you never miss a Monday. Mm -hmm. and like, well, I might as well not work out the rest of the week. Like I don't always work out on Mondays. Like Mondays are like my rest days a lot of the time. Um, so again, I think it's just, again, breaking that, that habit and really embracing, you know, fitness freedom and kind of letting go of certain preconceived notions. Like you have to run to, to lose weight mm -hmm. or maintain. Like, it's interesting. Like, yes, I used to coach track and field. I was a competitive runner, but I don't run that much anymore. I don't enjoy mm -hmm. running. Like I used to, like, I might go for like a 15, 20 minute jog, like just to break a sweat. Like when I travel to explore a new place, but like, I'm not running for time. I'm not training for running. Uh, my workout routine has changed significantly in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Mm, by far. Ditto. That's <laughs> all I have yeah. to say. <laughs> So Kristen, what is fitness freedom and where did this idea come from? Oh my God. Do you see my face like light up when you mm -hmm. ask that question? So like mm -hmm. fitness freedom is the ability to do the workouts you enjoy in a way that supports your goals. Right. So for mm -hmm. example, if someone comes to us in CMW and says, you know what, like I want to really tone my arms and I want to tone my legs and I want to just like overall feel stronger in my body. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are a zillion workouts that can do those things. Um, and so fitness freedom is again, having the right combination of workouts that you enjoy, but also workouts that are going to deliver results. Mm -hmm. And so you and I both know that nutrition is like a big part of seeing results in like changing your physique, but yes, mm -hmm. fitness can be a part of that, especially if we're trying to build lean muscle mass, um, because the more lean muscle mass you have on your body, the more calories you burn at rest. And as we say, the more food freedom you can have. But mm -hmm. um, what fitness freedom means is let's say, for example, we have a client come to us with these specific goals, but let's say she really enjoys Pilates, you know, um, and Pilates can be a weight bearing strength training kind of workout. But for clients that are trying to lose weight, let's say they're trying to lose 20, 30 pounds, um, you know, doing Pilates a few times a week might not be enough of a caloric burn to see dramatic change in their physique in, you know, let's say three to four months. If someone's trying to lose 20, 30 pounds, you know, they want to see some results like in that time frame. Um, so what I would recommend is pairing Pilates with another type of exercise, whether it would be a cardiovascular exercise, um, whether it be like a, maybe a more um, intense um, strength training workout or just increasing their movement outside of their workouts, like going mm -hmm. for more walks or just getting more steps in during the day. So that's what I meant earlier. But when I said, sometimes people don't realize that they're not getting enough movement in. So if we have a client come to us and they're like, well, I do Pilates four or five times a week, you know, but they're trying to lose 30 pounds. And I'm like, well, we might need to move your move, increase your movement outside of your workouts. You know, how much mm -hmm. are you moving? 
So fitness freedom is yes, we can still do workouts you enjoy. So I would never tell someone that loves Pilates that they have to go run to if they hate running. Right. Right. But maybe they like walking, maybe they like bike riding, maybe they love their elliptical in their house, or they love the rowing machine. You know, we can do a different type of cardio. Um, and fitness freedom is also, um, you know, choosing a, a schedule that works for you, you know? So sometimes people assume, well, I have to work out five, six days a week, you know, for an hour at a time and bust my butt in the gym to, to lose weight. And that's not the case at all. Um, and I used to have that relationship with exercise and that belief about exercise. And I was working out five, six days a week. And guess what? Like I got injured because I was overtraining. Um, and not to say that's overtraining for everyone, but fitness freedom is, you know what this week, if I can only work out three or four times, or I only want to work out three or four times a week, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have this pressure to work out for an hour at a time, five, six days a week. I can commit three to four times a week, 30 to 45 minutes. Um, because with the right workouts, I tell people this, like if you're working out effectively and efficiently, you have the right balance of workouts you can get a lot done in three to four days a week, 30 to 45 minutes, more mm-hmm. so than working out five, six days a week for an hour. This is mm-hmm. a, I'm a trainer and I can say that, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> that's another example of fitness freedom, like being able to choose your schedule. Um, and then also being able to choose, you know, days off, I think it's important. So mm-hmm. sometimes when we have a fitness schedule, it's like, well, Mondays I do this and Tuesdays I do this or whatever the schedule is. But let's say you wake up on Monday morning and you're like, oh my God, like I'm so tired. I'm still sore from Saturday or Friday or whatever, you know what? Or I just, I don't have it in me today. You know what? Like I'd rather just do it tomorrow or another day. Fitness freedom is allowing yourself to do that. That happens Mm -hmm. plenty of times where I'll be sore on a Monday and I'm like, I'm going to wait till Tuesday. Um, It's the ability to choose, right? Yeah. No, I love that. And I think yeah. it's it's important to clarify when you speak about movement, like you said, like a lot of clients come to us or come to create my weight and they're not moving enough. And really what that means is we're not talking about like, oh, they need to exercise more. It's about movement in their daily lives throughout the day. Like a lot of us, like we work at it, we have a desk job maybe, and we're sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. Like how can we find more movement? Um And then I love this idea of like deciding on your own if you want to work out or not based on like how your body feels. I think that's so important to listen to your body. And actually the other week I did, um, I did a glute and like inner thigh workout and oh my gosh, I was sore for like three days and I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, okay, first of all, what's going on with me? But uh, besides that, I wasn't like, like the old me would have been like, oh, I got to go to the gym. I got, you know, it's like, I got to work out five days a week. But now it's like, okay, my, my glutes and legs are really sore. It probably needs a nice walk. Like I need to go for a walk, get the blood flowing. And I can do some upper body exercises if I want to, you know, and it's like really listening to my body and like what it needs. So I love that. I love, um, and without the guilt too, right? It's like, like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm choosing not to work out today and I'm not going to feel guilty about it versus I'm not working out today. And like, oh my gosh, I should be. And like, I'm going to have to like 
work out extra tomorrow or just not eat as much food or, you know, it's just like, yeah, we just, my body is really sore. So I'm going to go for a walk instead of doing a workout that I had planned. Yeah, exactly. And it took me a long time to get into that headspace where Mm -hmm. I was okay with like skipping a workout or, you know, if I'm traveling, because in CMW, a lot of our clients travel and, you know, and and sometimes Mm -hmm. like guilty when you're traveling and you're miss you're off your routine and you mm-hmm. feel like, Oh, well, I'm just going to gain weight or I'm going to you know be off track or whatever. And it's like, wait, like, wh- well, what can I do? Maybe I'm not going to go do my typical weight training workout, but I'm going to go for like a nice walk, maybe a walk jog. Maybe I'll bring a band with me and do mm-hmm. some exercises. Like I was actually in Moab this past weekend um, and on Mondays I like to do legs. If I do work out, like I said, sometimes I don't do legs. I'm tired, but yesterday mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in a hotel gym. Like I haven't had access to a cable machine in like three months. Like I'm going to do some like upper body and lower body just cause I have this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had fun with it versus mm-hmm. being like, oh my God, it's Monday and I've got to do legs and oh my goodness. Um, so I think when, and this is especially for all the listeners who, um, you know, are avid fitness um, you know, exercisers, and they have this relationship with exercise where they feel the pressure or they're on a very specific program. Um, and they feel like getting off track, like a day or two is going to ruin their results. I will say like as a trainer over the years, and I've worked with hundreds of men and women on their physiques, um, with heavy lifting, lightweights, all kinds of things. Sometimes even just like a week off can do your body so much good. Um, I actually, it's funny. This was what five years ago. Maybe I had to take a week. I had to take two, three weeks off of exercise because I had a neck surgery. Um, and I was recovering from that and like, it was hard. So like when you are used to working out and like, you can't, it's the worst thing in the world. But like, I'll tell you what, when I came back two, three weeks later, like I got my muscle back, my workouts were better. Um, and I wasn't as sore and tired, um, and honestly, like when I'm not working out, I'm, a, I have a little bit of a better handle on my nutrition because my hunger levels are different. Mm-hmm. So I think fitness freedom in this sense is also saying like, it's okay not to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I love that. I love that. You all have permission to not work out. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, so how is fitness freedom different from a traditional or typical approach to exercise that we usually see on like social media, the fitness industry or diet culture? Yeah. because And the thing is there are so, oh my God, I can't even count how many exercise programs there are out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you have to follow this protocol. Um, you know, like let's say you're doing beach body, like you're going to follow this 80 day program and you're going to do and nothing against beach body. Don't get me wrong, but like you have to follow these workouts on these days and you know, same thing with, um, all kinds of protocol. And even in CMW, like we do have like a recommended protocol for fitness, but, um, I always say too, like, not everyone does the same workouts, you know, like I have some, we have some clients that love Pilates, some love weight training, some love Zumba, some love high intensity workouts. Some people need lower intensity workouts. Some people like doing a class and some people like working on their own. So I think the difference between CMW and other programs is we give clients choice. Um, but we also give them some structure mm-hmm. as well. So it's not just like, Oh, do whatever workouts you want and we'll see what happens. No, yeah. like we're results driven. So mm-hmm. if someone wants to see results, like if I know they want to tone their arms, tone their legs, 
and, and also their midsection, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to make sure you're doing enough upper body workouts. You're doing enough lower body. You're doing enough, um, a, a full body as well, you know, just to see those results you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I, what I love about create my weight is that like, there's Kristen always says this, we love cookies, but nothing is cookie cutter. Right. And it's, it's so individualized to each client. And it's like, I've never, ever, ever seen a program like this that is tailored to each individual client. They take into consideration what they enjoy, what they like, what they dislike, any injuries, any, anything, any, and all all the things, how often they want to work out, you know, how much time do they have to work out? right? You take into consideration everything and you help create that fitness freedom program for them. And so they start to enjoy working out, whereas maybe they didn't before, they kind of dreaded it before. And they're like, oh, I actually like this. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because again, it's like, you know, it wouldn't be fair if I, and I teach fitness classes, as you know, Kisa, and like, Mm -hmm. I would, I never push my fitness classes on clients. I say, if you want to try them, that's great. Mm -hmm. We have clients who do them and they love them and they keep doing them years later. And then Mm -hmm. we have other people are like, "Mm, no, I'm going to do my Pilates. I'm going to go do my yoga. Or I really love my Peloton or, um, I love my gym studio, like whatever it is, like, I'm cool with it because again, I want, I like doing the workouts that I enjoy and I wouldn't want someone to force a workout because the most important thing about fitness freedom is enjoying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Number one. Um, yeah. Like, that. yeah, we want to be able to enjoy the foods we love in a way that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to, I marry those two things and create my weight, you know, mm-hmm. that freedom, of course, but also like the fitness freedom piece. So this way it's a sustainable stress-free lifestyle because mm-hmm. it's incredibly easy to burn out right. From not just like food, like you get bored of being the same food over and over again, but it's, you get bored out of the same fitness routine over and over again. And if we keep doing the same workouts over and over again, our bodies will plateau hundred mm-hmm. percent. Just like I tell clients, if we're eating the same foods over and over and over again, you'll hit a plateau at some point. So mm-hmm. it's important to change things up. You know, like I mentioned, I'm somebody that was a, a runner. I love to lift heavy. And then I sometimes do those things, but I've also, I'm more into hiking as you know, in tennis and I like to go bike riding and I love yoga. Kisa, I love your, mm-hmm. your the retreat was amazing. I'm excited for the next one. Um, and I love to do all different kinds of exercise. Um, cause I think it's not just good for your body. I think it's good for your mind. I think mm-hmm. it's also not looking at fitness as a means to an end. Let's look mm-hmm. at as like learning a skill or challenging our mind and our body. So for example, mm-hmm. I'm just learning how to mountain bike. Um, and it's terrifying, <laughs> but it's also like really humbling. Cause here I am thinking I have like the strongest legs in the world. And then I go up these mountains and I'm like, holy moly. So, um, I yeah. love that. absolutely. Yeah. So I, it's I do that too. mountain biking is very challenging. And I only laugh because I've been in the exact same sp- spot as you are. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to go mountain biking. And then you're like, oh shoot, <laughs> this is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. And tennis now, like these are my more preferred mm-hmm. methods of cardio because like it's challenging to me and it like, it's something I have to get better at. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, running, yes, you can always get better at running. I had that phase of my life. I was, like I said, a competitive runner, 
but now I'm trying something new. And I think mm-hmm. it's great to keep that spark alive, which is like a relationship. How do you keep your relationship healthy? You got to add some spark and some fun. Yeah. And that's how it is with fitness. How we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm-hmm. Love it. So Kristen, how can we switch from kind of like, I know you, you've shared a lot of, uh, approaches people come to you with. So how do we switch from those approaches, whether that be over-exercising or under-exercising, not enough movement to, um, or like the idea of no pain, no gain. That's what I always think of, um, to fitness freedom. Yeah. Well, the number one thing, I'm sorry, number one mindset shift to have Mm -hmm. is redefining your why for working out. Mm -hmm. So why are you exercising? And more importantly, is that reason strong enough? So when someone comes to us and says, well, I want to look in a bathing suit for spring break, or I want to look good in my wedding dress. And although those are great reasons and they can definitely be enough for some people to get to their goals. I've trained a lot of brides, a lot of people for all I've worked with bikini competitors. I've worked with all kinds of people for their physique goals, but for someone to be consistent long-term, especially if they are on the weight loss journey, fitness is a huge part of your maintenance for keeping the weight off is actually more important for maintenance than it is for weight loss. Um, they have to have a strong why. So I love when someone says, you know, I want to have more energy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I want to look in the mirror and be like, I look really sexy or like, I want to have more confidence in myself you know, and in my relationships, I want to show up more confidently in the world, you know, fitness is going to help me, um, not just feel better in my skin, but it's going to make me feel stronger in other areas of my life. I want to have a longer life. I want to run around with my grandkids. I want to be able to go on hikes with my family. I want to be able to walk more without getting out of breath. I want to get out of bed without pain. I want to get in and out of cars without pain or be able to lift up luggage or lift up groceries, lift up my kids. Like all of these non-scale victories, um, I think are incredibly important. Um, and the number one non-scale, um, why for working out, I hear is just like mental health, right? Um, and you know, I was somebody, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners on this, um, call listening, how fitness was about looking a certain way. Like I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit that I wanted leaner legs. I wanted Mm -hmm. a booty. I wanted a six pack, you know, I wanted all those things. And I had those things as I busted my butt. Right. Um, but what I've learned is like, you can still have those things without killing yourself in the gym. Um, and it does come from really changing your, your view of exercise and your view of yourself. Mm-hmm. So number one, why I would say for working out should be, of course, mental health always. Um, but number two, like some of the other reasons that I mentioned, and then third is like, yeah, I want to like have smaller pants size or whatever it is. <laughs> Cause you can always wear bigger pants. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You can always throw on yoga pants. You can always wear a bigger shirt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those reasons are usually not enough in my experience. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The the why is so important. So, so important. And having it to be like really getting to the core of even if you do like like people will say like I want a six pack or I want whatever it's like physical attribute or I want to wear a smaller size. Well, what will you have once you get there? Yeah. Right. Like let's figure out like there's a deeper meaning or a deep, deeper reason why you want these things. And it's totally understandable that you want these things. 
but like what's that deeper why so yeah, yeah. Okay. that's so one. important um something else i mentioned earlier was that just accepting the fact that fitness is a small fraction of the weight loss journey mm-hmm. right because i feel like so many people and i was one of these people right i tried to out train a poor diet um, and my stress levels and not sleeping enough and not doing the things we need for weight loss and maintenance. Um, we tend to tell ourselves this story that if I exercise this amount, or if I get this much movement, I will see this result. But like I said, that fitness is such a small piece of the weight. And I'm a personal trainer telling you guys this and a sports nutritionist. So mm-hmm. let me want to tell you, um, that fitness is a very small part. We've had clients, you know, this in CMW Keith said that really didn't work out very much. And we're still very successful. Oh, yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So I think accepting that. And that's something that I had to accept personally, because I was overtraining. I was getting injured. This is what actually inspired me to become a personal trainer in my twenties was because I've had every injury known to man, shoulders, ankles, knees, hips. Um, oh God, what else? IT bands. I mean, everything. And so I was like, I need to not use fitness as a way to justify my diet. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 And just to speak to that, Kristen, I think there's also this mindset of like, oh, I ate this ice cream, so I need to exercise more. Yeah. So that that's in there as well. And, and really it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's, it's so funny. It's an ice cream pizza because mm-hmm. I literally got home from Utah late and I had ice cream for dinner. Like <laughs> I love no it. filter guys. <laughs> like, yes, I do nutrition for a living, but like, that's what I like eating. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? The old Kristen, like obsessive Kristen back in my twenties, I would have gotten up in like had a workout, go run off the ice cream. Didn't do that. For sure. For sure. Yes. And there would be like <laughs> a lot of guilt and shame and regret around that whole thing. But yeah. you just had ice cream and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. Yep. Yeah. I love it. That's so awesome. <laughs> okay. So I think you had another one more point. Oh, yeah. So I, another like hard realization to have in order to have fitness freedom is to realize that if we're over, if we go too hard. So for people that are like, go hard or go home, this is for you. If we go too hard, we're not going to be able to exercise, let alone move well in the future without some kind of surgery. So, mm-hmm. you know, living in Colorado, for example, I see, I, I know a lot of women here um, and they're, they're avid hikers, bikers, they're very active. And I'm seeing all kinds of like hip surgeries, knee replacements, um, and not just like, you know, living here, but just in general, like a lot of people in fitness I've seen need all kinds of things. And they said they just went so hard when they were younger. Um, and so like, that's also really affected my perspective of um, not going too hard. Cause I'm like, I I've had enough injuries in my life. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to have that, you know, in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that will help us have some more fitness freedom too. Like, Ooh, I want to protect myself. So mm-hmm. instead of being obsessive, Kristen, we talk about identity shift and create my weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to be like obsessive Kristen, and now I'm much more of a protective Kristen where I want to protect my body. So fitness mm-hmm. um, and, and fitness in general, guys, fitness is not about breaking beating down your body, right? It's about loving your body. Keisha, you said this before, you know, mm-hmm. so that's what fitness is all about. 
Um, so I love myself, love, I'm going to protect my body as much as possible. And that's that what guides my fitness decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And it, it speaks to longevity, right? And I think, I don't know, I, I, I can speak to this, that maybe in my younger years, I didn't really think about the longevity. It's like when you're in your twenties, you're like, I'm forever young. Right. And so you just do whatever, but then as you mature, um, you kind of realize like, or if you get injured, right. If you get an injury, you like realize like, Oh, like I need to protect my body. I need to care for it so that when I'm 50, 60, 70, 80, I'm still able to move my body. I'm still able to go out for walks and do what I want to do. So I love that. And and it's so similar to like mainstream dieting. It's like we want to lose as much weight as possible, right? Like so like let's just like restrict all, all like all the sugar, all the carbs, right? For one one specific instance, right? Or example. But really like what is sustainable long run? Like you can't just be like no carb for the rest of your life. Right. So it's like, how do I learn to eat carbs in a way that's healthy and sustainable for me? And like, so it's creating that long term, that sustainability with food and fitness. So I love it. Yeah. And it's super important to align your nutrition with your fitness. Right. Mm -hmm. We do in CMW and that's how Mm -hmm. we get results, you know, that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely something, you know, that we do Um, because, again, to have clarity, number one and two, the consistency. Mm -hmm. Right. Being able to have a plan that you do for a long period of time. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge, Kristen, on um, fitness freedom. Um, I feel like we could talk forever, but (laughs) um, if, if people want to learn more about you, they want to maybe continue this conversation. How can listeners find out more about you? How can they connect with you? Um, What's the, what are the best avenues for that? Yeah. So totally check out our website, createmyweights.com. Um, we have, if you want to chat with me and learn more about like what food and fitness freedom could look like for you, you know, based on your goals, based on your history, what would be the right strategy for you? Um, I offer a complimentary strategy session. You can find it on our website, createmyweights.com forward slash apply. Um, you can also check out our Instagram, create my weights. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook. Oh my gosh. We're like all over the place. Mm-hmm. You can't miss us. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, no, we're everywhere. Createmyweight.com, create my weight, Instagram, all those places. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. Um, once again, I appreciate you sharing your wealth of knowledge with our listeners. I know that they can um, take this information and start to apply it and start to um, explore fitness freedom and what that might look like for them. So yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Kisa. I appreciate you and all the work we've done together. And yes. um, we want to help as many people have food and fitness freedom as possible. So it's very liberating and feels really good. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay. Bye, my friends. Have a good day. Bye.